Good afternoon, everyone. It's Allie Corman, Ed Carson with a breakdown of the action for Tuesday, February 6th, where we saw gains across the board as indexes hold near highs. And we've got some stocks to take a look at underneath the surface, Ed, some notable movers today. What do you have on tap for us? Yeah, three stocks that show different kinds of earning reactions, all in, all in buy areas, perhaps Palantir, Bell Ring Brands, and Veronis. Okay, well, we'll take a look at those three stocks, but first let's analyze the major indexes. The NASDAQ today up less than one-tenth of a percent. The S&P 500 up two-tenths of a percent today. The Dow up almost four-tenths of a percent. And the Russell 2000 taking the lead today up seven-tenths of a percent. Ed, your thoughts on today's action? Yeah, I mean, it's like this market does not want to go down. And there were some some stocks like NVIDIA reversed from highs and it came off lows and AMD came down, some other names, some of the AI plays. But, you know, they paired losses and the, here we go, right at highs. Uh, pausing for a few days really isn't the worst thing in the world because we were getting close to extended. So not, not so bad in that regard. Uh, really impressive. Not a whole lot of buying opportunities. I think David Ryan and IBD Live sort of good, made a good point saying that a lot of the buying opportunities out there have been off of earnings and sometimes it'll go really strong. Um, but when you run up like this on and on and on, there's not a whole lot of things uh, available right now. So, but nonetheless, I mean, if you're in stocks, they've generally been working. Uh, and, and so it's still been a very strong market. Yeah. Well said, Ed. Let's also get your thoughts on the S&P 500 action. Pretty much the same thing. This is holding right below record highs. Uh, just every once in a while taking a break, uh, but it's been cruising along. And we'll take a look at blue chips and small caps. Here's a look at the Dow and inside day here near highs. And the Russell leading the gains today, still battling for some support right around the 50-day line. Yeah, there was some breadth today, but clearly you could just look at the Russell and you can see that breadth has been an issue in 2024 after seeming to, to finally get that breadth in, in the late 2023. Yeah. Okay. Let's take a look at the 10-year treasury yield coming off a bit. So perhaps that helping small caps today, Ed? Yeah, probably so. I mean, there was it's sort of reverting back into that range. There were some strange things going on that drew it, brought it down. So maybe we hold in here. Uh, so that's that's an interesting uh, level to to be holding. Okay, and let's uh, speaking of breadth, here's a look at RSP up six tenths of a percent on the day, so outpacing the S and P five hundred, and QQEW up two tenths of a percent, beating the Nasdaq Composite. Ed. Yeah, so there's a few names. So there was a little bit more strength, not a whole lot more, uh, but even when you know. These have held up reasonably well as well. It's really the small caps that have really been struggling. Uh, some of the big caps in general are seen to be doing well. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of earnings movers, let's go to Palantir. A strong close here, Ed, up almost 26% on the day. And a lot of strength here, getting back above that round number at 20. But this one would have been kind of hard to hold heading into the report if you trade in the IBD style. I think it would have been really hard. And there were some other names. And maybe you could just call up SYM for a moment because it had some similarities in terms of, and this one tumbled. Okay, it tumbled. So you can go in, everything's fine. Oh, look, you're, you'd have to be smart. You should buy Palantir. No, I mean, this can happen. We didn't know. Uh, so Palantir gapped up, went over the 50-day line, got above all this resistance. In fact, it actually got to a two-year high. So it cleared everything. 
and close right at that level, basically. So, uh, you know, that could be, you know, technically would be a buy point, you know, officially could have bought it. Uh, maybe now what you might want to wait for is see if it can consolidate for a few days, uh, maybe mm -hmm. form some kind of high handle or shelf uh, and, you know, just pause a little bit. They had some positive earnings, positive on the commercial side, especially that seems to be their growth mm -hmm. area. Uh, so, you know, really impressive. I think this was the strongest volume of, of all time. So um, <laughs> there is real power here, but that seems to be the kind of things and it's hard to get into that if you're not already in it. You know, if you didn't buy it back in last spring, it would have been hard to um, to jump into this. Exactly. Yeah. So in terms of the kind of action we're looking for, if it can repeat what it did previously, I mean, this run last uh, November didn't last very long, but it did after a 20% move tighten up over the next couple of days. It also did that uh, last May, a big move on earnings up 23%. Uh, so not a, not a 30% move, but uh <laughs> 20 to 23% tightened up over the next couple of days. And we saw um, a nice move over the next uh, couple of weeks. So we'll have to see if that can happen again for Palantir. And now let's take a look at BRBR. This is Bell Ring Brands. A little bit of a volatile day on earnings. Uh, you know, it was up at one point, down at one point, closed about mid-range, ultimately down about 1.2% and right around a buy point ed. Yeah, so that that came down. It's a little disappointing that it closed below. I mean, it, it did close sort of in the middle of that range. Uh, and that's if if breakouts haven't been powerful, often what happens is we've seen them come up and then sort of like wilt off a little bit. And some of that's the nature of the market being sort of sideways over the last couple of weeks, sort of. So sometimes you go up and then, oh, we're going to pull back. So we've definitely seen some of the recent buying opportunities struggle. Um, I mean, this is just struggling. I mean, it's just, I mean, it could, just takes a couple of things. One more protein shake and the stock is, is back up uh, into a buy zone. So I don't want to make too much of it. Uh, you know, it's been acting pretty well so far. Uh, you know, in a nice, nice run ahead of that nice before the consolidation but that's just something to note is that there are these things that aren't that uh, breakouts unless they're really powerful have had a little bit more of a mixed track record uh in the i'd say in the past two or three weeks yeah and let's also take a look at vrns this is veronis systems in the database software group closing up 6.7 percent around 48.60 after topping the 50 dollar mark in uh, the session intraday, but it is above a potential buy point here, Ed, also heavy volume. And the weekly chart here, I think, is uh, what looks particularly interesting. Yeah, you can see it's sort of been consolidating, didn't want to go down at all, uh, bouncing from that 10-week line. I think, you know, when it cleared those highs from a few weeks ago, that would have been a you know chance to get it. It's still in range. It came off highs, but you could be buying it here. It's what it's probably around... Well, it's probably about 7% above its 10-week line. Okay, it's 8%. Uh, so you could buy it here or wait to see if it pauses a little bit. Again, just uh, mm -hmm. uh, this is a good group. The relative strength line is right around 52-week high. So again, because whereas other stocks that are consolidating, uh, you know, they're they're going to often, you know, with the market generally heading higher, those are signs coming down. But this one really wasn't going down at all. Uh, so that's something to note in that regard. I, I am curious about 2024. I'll see if that changes. You know, that would be something to note if there's a big decline. I don't know what is going on that front. 
Uh, it's supposed to bounce back the following mm -hmm. year, but that's one thing to note. But this is, it definitely was a positive reaction to earnings. It was, and a really impressive volume profile here too on the weekly chart with so many big blue spikes there and no above average red spikes except for one in October. Okay, now we've got to take a look at some of the earnings winners and losers in the after hours session. Let's start with Elf Beauty, because if we take a look at the weekly chart here, Ed, it's off the charts. Uh, the stock uh, started running before many did in summer of 2022, so well before the broad market bottomed, and it was extended from a proper buy point heading into the report. Looks like this stock is down about three 3% after hours, uh, closing today, 9% above the 21 day. So still uh, would be holding well above that if it opens lower by about two and a half, three percent 3% tomorrow. Let's now go to SnapEd, which uh, uh, forming a base, heading into the report tonight, and a nice run up in November, December, before the base formed. But oh, snap. That does not yeah. look good. Down 25%. Yeah, it looks like they missed on revenue. I, I don't know. I don't know what their users were like. Again, it was peaking just above this little you know, entry. So, you go, oh, you know, if this had risen, people would have said, you should have bought before earnings. Well, this is this is why it's really risky. It's one thing if you want to do earning option. Yeah, this was not doing uh, well. Uh, just to give a few other names. You know, Elf has come well off lows already. It's only, as we say, it's well, it was much worse. But Fortinet looks a lot better. Uh, that's that had been struggling for quite a while. It's making its way back up 13%. That's a positive sign for a lot of cyber security firms. Uh, AZEC is another one uh, that's in the building products that it sort of paused right around a buy point. So again, a lot of earnings related names making moves. And that always happens, but that seems to be where we're really relying on for buying opportunities. But uh, then how much more can they advance? It's, it's, so it's that's just something, but uh, a lot of action in after the close. Okay. And uh, TENB, that was another one that you had mentioned, Ed, also in the security software group, up a little less than 3%. So in terms of how CrowdStrike is doing, up 1% after hour, this is uh, the group leader, arguably, along with Palo Alto, up 2.5%, trading tightly. Uh, could be closing in on that 350 level come tomorrow. And then in terms of moving in sympathy with Snap, uh, Meta doesn't seem like a whole lot of action after hours here for the likes of Meta. Ed. Yeah, and uh, it was. Uh, I wonder what Pins looks like because they have earnings. See, Meta's already out of the way, but Pins, mm -hmm. you can stick a pin in that one. Maybe not a. You know, not a knife in it, but you've stuck a pin in it. Uh, uh, that's five, you know, five percent. That was the risk. It was like, oh, look at it moving on Meta. Well, Snap is coming, and well, we'll have to see what you know. Pins could be great. It could be terrible. Uh, but that's why you have to look at what rivals are doing with earnings. Yes. So well said, Ed. Okay. Well, thanks for that quick little preview. Now we have a, a list of a couple of stocks uh, to check in on tomorrow for positive earnings reactions, Fortinet and AZEC in particular will be interesting to see how they open tomorrow. So we'll have those on our list for IBD Live and we hope everyone joins us, investors.com slash IBD Live for all the details on that. We'll see you there in the morning starting 10 minutes before the opening bell. And for the first 90 minutes of trade, looking forward to that. And we'll also see you right back here tomorrow after the close.
This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.